first off, introduce yourself and tell us about your career before the Genesis Fit. Yeah, so my name is Christopher Ryan. Uh, I'm the owner of the Genesis Fit here in Marshfield. And basically before that, I did a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, I started off as a Marine. That was my first first job or first career into the, into the workforce. Um, spent a little bit of time doing that, did nuclear weapons security, and then I was infantry for two and a half years, so five years total on that on an active duty contract. Um, after that, kind of bounced around from job to job a little bit, trying to figure out what I was going to do. Uh, ended up eventually landing into landscaping, of all <laughs> things. Did that for about two years, started my own business with that, had a good time, and then I uh, injured myself. During that time, I started focusing on my rehabilitation and that kind of led me right into training. So, cool. So, what made you want to get into the health and wellness space? Well, part of it was my own injuries. <laughs> um, and when I was in high school, I was fat. I was overweight. Um, I struggled with a lot of depression and just, um, you know, I, I struggled. I, I would say a little bit with connecting with people. Um, a lot of that was just lack of self-confidence, lack of belief in my own abilities. Um, but I knew that I was joining the Marines. So senior year, I j ended up joining cross country. I went from about 220 pounds myself down to 154 before I went in. Wow. And so I saw a big transformation in myself at that point in time. Uh, just kept going. Fitness became part of my life when I came out. My brother-in-law was also a big inspiration there. He was, he was always into the fitness himself, mm -hmm. but we started training together. Um, we'd, started working towards like physique bikini competition that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and what ended up happening was when i got injured with the landscaping company uh, and i had to go through about six months of rehabilitation he was like hey well now's your chance to go get a certification he's like you know you, you got nothing else to do you can't do anything and so he's <laughs> like why don't you just hit the books and so i did i, I hit the books we'd been training together for a few years he was already a certified trainer and cool. he's like i'll show you everything Sure enough, I got into it, had a great time, and uh, just kind of worked really well. Awesome. Now, talk about the leap to start your own business, because you know, this, you know, it, it, it's one thing having a profession, and then one thing it's taking that leap to starting the business. Yeah. So, um, I think the business was always one of the things I wanted to do, even from a from a young age. It was very early on. Uh, I remember that we had a. Uh, like one of the career fairs back in elementary school somewhere. And the one thing that I wanted to do when, when they gave us like the list of all the different types of jobs and stuff you could run, I just kept saying business owner or manager, manager. Uh, they didn't let me do it, so I ended up screwing off the whole thing. But <laughs> ended up having a good time uh, playing the games, never wanted to actually do the work side of it. Mm -hmm. But early on, I knew that I wanted to, to run businesses. And so... When I had the first opportunity with the landscape company, I jumped into it. Um, that actually set me back because when I injured myself, I lost about $75,000 uh, just in, in not having a good proper setup to the business, not understanding a lot of it. I was overextended financially. Um, I was a bad leader. I didn't have good leadership qualities or skills, and I didn't know how to hire people and manage people. And so... Uh, that set me back for a couple of years, and it actually made me risk adverse. And so I was like, I'm mm. not, I don't want to take very much risk. Um, but after COVID, I mean, I'd, I'd grown a lot since that point in time. This was when that when that business failed. It was 2016. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, so it was it was a few years, and COVID hit in 2020. And I'd been calling myself a, a business owner at the time because I had just you know started launching my own fitness stuff again. 
but I was still not willing to take risk. And I think during that time I got into commercial real estate, I started focusing a lot on the real estate mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I learned how to do a lot better research. And so I started digging in, looking at demographics, understanding trends, um, and I wanted to mitigate as much risk as I could so that way I could come back the second time and not make the mistakes I made the first time. And I think it all kind of culminated when, when my wife got pregnant. And so it was like, all right, I guess we're going into fitness. And so I decided to launch the business. Cool. Now, for those that don't know, what is the Genesis Fit? Yeah, the, the Genesis Fit is a personal training studio, but we also have 24-7 um, gym access so we do personal training, small group training. We do have the 24-7 access. We also do nutritional counseling and guidance, um, assisted stretching, and I think that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so I'm always intrigued with this question. Where did the name come from? Ah, so uh, there, there's two parts to that. One, um, one of my buddies that was trying to come up with, with the name of it, and him and I were just talking and he knows me really well, and he knows that, that I helped I helped him with a lot of his faith. And so uh, he knew that I was a man of God, and he understood that I was also a Christian, and I was totally fine with talking with people about that. Yeah. And he's like, well, why not Genesis? And so it just, as soon as he said it, just kind of rang through, and it was like, I actually like that. And so, um, you know, I added a little bit of touches to it and came up with the Genesis fit. Hmm. <laughs> so Interesting. So... Can I talk about some of the services you offer? You offer a wide range of items. We do. Um, so when it comes to, to training, there's a lot of things that I personally enjoy. Um, personal training is is got a lot of just different aspects and elements to it. But I've been everywhere from training physique and bikini competitors, uh, post-rehabilitation PT. Uh, right now we're doing actually quite a bit of post uh like postpartum yeah. training. Mm-hmm. So we've got a few clients that are working on that. And then also my wife is working on that as well. So it's cool. something that I'm just interested in and, and doing a lot of learning and research in. Um, and then just, just the growth of, of individuals. A lot of times personal training is, is more, it's more of a mental journey than it is a physical okay. journey because you get to discover who you are. Um, so personal training has all of that. Uh, group training itself mm-hmm. is a little bit more strict, but it, when it comes to the adherence, the hours, everything like that. But it's also a really good way to get fit and, and build a community around that. Um, being Realizing that you're not the only one on the journey helps make the journey go by a lot, a lot better and a lot quicker, and it typically gets people to push themselves outside of their comfort zones a lot easier. One, so. one of the things you, got, you mentioned also in your website is assist, assisted stretching. Yes. Why is stretching so important? I mean, why is that list as its own thing? I found that really interesting. So assisted stretching, uh, I, I feel like the reason that I put it into it was actually, in a way, I fell into it. I, it was accidental. Um, I had a client that I was working with, and I'd been working with him now at this point for, for about four years. Uh, he just made it part of his lifestyle to, to just keep coming back. And the thing that made the biggest change for him was was adding in the assisted stretching. Um, you know, I, I turn around, I help him build some more flexibility, range of motion, um, both of those are extremely important when it comes to mobility. And so especially as we get older, one of the things that we realize is, you know, it might be hard to just lift our hand above our head or reach behind us to the nightstand when we're laying in bed. And there's like these little things that 
these quality of lives that we mm. that we take for granted and we don't realize that we're not doing it enough to to make sure it happens and so the assisted stretching just kind of comes in there um to just get you a better stretch than, than what you normally would and to be honest most people don't stretch in the first place so yeah i, I, I would i would guess so so what's the most popular thing of all the services you provide what's the most popular we we've we're, we're very quickly becoming known for personal training. Okay. Um, it's It's been really well accepted within the community, and that's just been catching on like fire. Um, and I think it's just because we put a, a high emphasis and a priority on the personal training. Talk about the facility. Well, so that, that was a, a prog- process in and of itself. Um, thankfully, I had that background in, in the landscaping and, and into building stuff myself, so... <laughs> We, it took us a while to get under lease. It took us about three months to get under under contract, get the lease set up, and then I actually built most of it and designed the entire thing myself. Wow. It was only 10 days out of out of four months where my general contractor was able to, to make it down. So most of it was, was hands-on. I did almost the entire thing. Um, but I am thankful for, for the things that he was able to come down yeah. and help me with. Uh, you know, we, we I built it with a couple of things in mind. The first one is I wanted an open space. I wanted it to be something where it was easy to, to move back and forth with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is I built it so it could be modular. Everything can close off and it'd be very easy to um, create additional space if necessary. But then it was also geared in a way for it to feel nicer, to feel more comfortable, to feel um, feel make, make someone feel like they're more important because uh, it's very easy, especially in the traditional gym model, to get lost and just feel like you're another number. You know, at the beginning of the year, a lot of people sign up, and gyms yeah. know this, and they, they advertise like crazy to get people in. And then you're there for a month or two, and then mm-hmm. you back out because nobody ever talked to you. You never had any, any relationship there. You didn't know what you were doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so um, I try and make it a lot more of a personal space to, to bring people in. Mm-hmm. So talk about your clients. Is there a certain age or a specific type of client that you work with? Uh, well, I'll, I'll say my youngest client, currently is is 24 um and my oldest client is 78 so we're, we're somewhere in that range <laughs> uh it's a very broad range and yeah. it's it's really whoever needs it and whatever they they need as we're, we're able to pretty much gear towards uh the only thing that we haven't really touched into very much is training for for um youth yeah. and so outside of outside of the training for the youth uh we pretty much can can handle anyone okay. so um, is there a favorite like client su- success story that you want to share? Like you took someone from yeah. A and got them to. So so I got I, I've got one that that really stands out and and I share this one a lot and she's she's great about it and she absolutely loves it as well. Um, I started training this woman a few years ago. She was a single mom, uh, two kids, and I think part of her her life she just she'd lost confidence in her, in herself. Mm. Um, she dealt with back pain. She dealt with stress of work. She just, everything felt like it was kind of collapsing to her and she came in and I think it became more of a therapy thing than it, than it was even just the, the training thing. Um, but her back was, was always her big concern. I, I, am I going to hurt my back doing this? Am I going to hurt my back doing this? And so, uh, one of the things that we did is we started doing plank, and now plank is just plank is mostly mental, 
Uh, it's one of these things where it's very quick to to get better and get better at it. Mm. Um, I think right now the world record, and, and don't quote me on this, uh, it, the men's world record is somewhere close to about 12 hours, and the women's is somewhere right around seven hours. And so it's it's a mental game. Um, yes, it's physically demanding. Yes, it's it's hard on the body at first. But you can actually get into a position where you can really build it quickly. And so that was the thing that I really focused on with her. Um, we ended up starting off, and I think the first time she did plank, it might have been 34 seconds. And she was like, this is ridiculous. I hate these things. And I was like, just trust the process. Yeah. Let's let's do this, and let's do it daily. And so every day she came in, we did some planks. Um, I got her to the point where after she did... After she did about a minute and a half, she felt really good because she went from 34 seconds to a minute and a half, and she was starting to get excited about it. And so she started taking it home and doing it. And I said, just do three a day, three a day. And we kept doing that. And uh, within a month and a half, we had her over seven minutes. But she wasn't quite there. She was at, she was at five and a half. And what I did is I took a whole bunch of other girls that were training around the same time as her, and I made them all go into plank one day. And they're just mm -hmm. going. Um and as they, they slowly come off, come off, and they're just, you know, they're starting to cheer each other on, like the ones that are still going, they're all cheering for, for those last couple. And she surprised everyone with that because by the time, like, two minutes went out, all of the other girls were down, and yeah. she just kept going. And now you've got five, six girls cheering you on. I'm telling her, don't come down. you gotta you got to just stick this out. And she blew past her previous record of five and a half all the way up to like seven and a half minutes. Um, and just the, the sense of satisfaction, all of the people cheering her on, all of the people just like looking up to her, she became a role model for these people. And um, I think she, it just, something changed with her. And um, I, I actually haven't seen her very much in the last couple of years. But she continued her fitness journey even through COVID, and she's now at a healthy weight. She's doing everything the right way, and she's just she's done so amazing just because of the confidence that's shifted in her. That's awesome. Is there a favorite type of person you like working with? You work with a w wide range of people. Is there <laughs> one that you enjoy maybe more than others? Or? Uh, not not necessarily. I I think I just enjoy the the one on ones the most anyway because. You get to meet so many different people that are going through so many different things. Um, no, and no matter how different one person is from another, the goals are very similar. And so we're all trying to achieve the same thing, and we all go about it in different ways. Uh, but it's just it's also really cool to hear everyone's individual story, and so that, that's, that's what resonates with me. So... Talk about post-rehab training. I think sometimes people think once they go to physical therapy and that ends... You know, it's over, it stops. So just talking about the post-rehab part. Yeah, so um, I myself am, am always working on my own recovery. Uh, I've got some back issues myself, and even right now I'm currently over at, at Bay State mm -hmm. working on my back. Mm -hmm. And so uh, recovery doesn't stop, and especially if we have injuries, we're more likely to re-aggravate them, re-injure ourselves. But once you finish PT, typically, if you, especially if you go off of your own insurance, your insurance only pays for 80% progression. Um, some insurances might pay a little bit more, get you a little bit further, but essentially you're never actually complete when your insurance stops paying for it. And so you're expected to continue doing the exercises at home. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't continue with that. They just drop it off and they say, all right, good enough. 
well, good enough doesn't last. And so when they re-injure themselves, um, they're right back to where they were. What I did is, is I did an internship over at Bay State in Situate for a while, worked with, with some of the PTs there, um, and I realized that there was just a, a big opportunity, but mm-hmm. also a big need there. There's, there's such a big part of a handoff because PTs are, are great for the medical side. They're great for the recovery side, mm-hmm. um, showing you what exercises to do, how to do them, how to engage those little muscles that we need to, to work on. But then that cuts off, and it's a really good handoff point because if you were to hand someone from PT into training, now we can start building the, the focus on the strength. We can continue working on the, on the PT. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on the strength and add in nutrition. And so now all of a sudden yeah. you've just made a very easy transition from taking care of yourself to taking care of yourself. And yeah, so totally. it's, it's just a good handoff and it's a good uh, team mentality to work around. So talk about the in-body composition analysis. Uh, that's a, <laughs> so it's just a, it's, it's a really fancy scale. Okay. Um, essentially what it does is it uses bioimpedance to measure um, your water weight, your lean body mass, and your body fat. Okay. Uh, it gives us a lot better of, a, of an idea of what's going on inside of you. Okay. And so a lot of people get attached to the weight, the number on the scale that they see mm-hmm. all the time. The problem with that is, you know, you can have someone like, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger who could be 300 pounds in his prime mm-hmm. and it was all muscle and there was right. no fat. Muscle weighs more and, than fat. Uh, well, it's not that it weighs more. It's uh, Muscle and fat are just different density. So you have, uh, your muscle is, is takes up less space. A pound of muscle takes up less space than a pound of fat. And so that's that's where we get that conception that it, it weighs more, but it's just, uh, it's a density issue. Mm. Now, the the great thing about that is now we can see, okay, well, you might have only lost two pounds, but if you lost three pounds of body fat and you gained one pound of muscle, though you're at a two pound, two net pound loss, your BMR goes up. That's your basal metabolic rate. So you've got more energy. You can you can burn more calories just by doing the normal day-to-day operations because you have more muscle mass. And so even though that body composition might change and the scale doesn't necessarily change as much, it's actually better for you in the long run. Um, on the other side of that, one of the things that we see a lot with society is when people try and lose weight, they're so concerned about the number on the scale yeah. that they could also be losing muscle mass. Now, mm-hmm. if they're losing muscle mass, their BMR goes down, not okay. up, which means that their overall budget for calories also goes down. And so if they continue eating the same way or if they decide to go back to eating a way that they did, mm-hmm. that's why we have that yo-yo effect where they end up putting on more weight than when they f- first started. Right. So talk about how you create fitness programs for people. Everyone's individual. Um, okay. I think that's one thing that, that I've tried to do with, with any of my programming. It's, you know, uh, I'll give you an example. One of my, my group training sessions, I have uh, one client who needs two knee replacements. I have one who has a torn meniscus, and I have one who has a broken foot. Um, <laughs> and so... These are group training. They can't do the same exercises all the time. There's a couple times where we can overlap, but each one of them has a different issue that they're working with. And so we have to be, we have to be creative enough to work around that, to, go, to continue towards the goals that they're trying to achieve. Um, you know, programs are not necessarily one size fit all. Uh, I could put someone on a, on a traditional 
you know, bodybuilding program and it's cookie cutter, yeah. but that's, that's not going to be beneficial and, and it's not going to help the person in the day to day. And uh, also with that is you don't know what someone's dealing with when they come in. I mean, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. so easy that you could just, you could have tweaked your shoulder on your way, uh, you know, grabbing the keys to, to get down to the gym. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden it's like, you have to make a change on the fly because maybe you can't do uh, a chest day that day and so it's just it's being in the moment being present and being able to to manipulate or change everything so that way we can still work towards the goal why should someone work with a trainer you know working with a trainer there's a few really good values the the first one is accountability um I, i've i've have i have one client who for 44 years has said i can do it myself and it wasn't until he talked to someone who was older than him who was going to personal training and he said, why do you pay for this? He says, because I won't do it without doing, without paying for it. Um, and, and he's like, I've just, I've made it part of my life. I understand that the cost is there because the value is there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, one trip to a doctor is more expensive than, than a month to a personal trainer. Right. And we just don't see that because we have to pay our medical costs because we have to pay for medical insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so much more expensive to work on your health uh, on the back end as opposed to on the front end. If you were just to take care of yourself, it, it helps a lot. The second thing is you get guidance. So you get accountability. You get guidance. You get someone who has taken the time to do the research, hopefully, to, to know right. what you're going to be doing, um, how to get you to the results that you're looking for but also how to help you avoid the pitfalls or the holes. And a great example of that would be, um, you know, losing weight overall. If you lose weight and that comes off with as fat and mu- muscle mass, all of a sudden you're in a bad position. Um, so you, you gain accountability, you gain the guidance, and then usually you gain some sense of community. You know, community is also a big part of, of being able to achieve those goals, those results. There's a lot of people that start fitness programs at the beginning of the year, and they all drop yeah. off. And it's because they didn't have anyone that they were doing it with. They mm-hmm. didn't find someone that was there with them that could support them. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it starts with that, that you just need one person to believe in what you're doing and support you. And, and that's, that's where a lot of the personal training value comes in. So what separates you from others in the same space? You know, there's, there's a lot of great trainers out there. Um, there there's trainers that, that devote their lives to learning, growing, and, and just being better at what they do. Um, the thing that I think that, that I do a little bit differently than everyone else is I focus on the person. Yeah. You know, the person that's coming in, their, their goals are always going to be different. They're, they might look for a similar um, result, but at the same point in time, their whole life is going to be completely different. And I just take the time and I try and listen to what their needs are. Um, and I don't have a problem telling them if they don't need it. So you're a Marine, and one of the things that in talking with people that have been in various you know branches of armed service is that there's all these skill sets that they learn that they apply to later on in their life. What's like that was one or two things that you've applied from that experience into this experience? Well, there's definitely quite a few, but um, I would say the biggest biggest ones that I take away right now are discipline, um, having to to be consistent, be able to get up and and mm-hmm. you know get the job done. The the other one, which is probably one of the the least talked about 
um, ethos from the military is integrity. And, and it's working with integrity, it's living with integrity. Um, you know, I, I, I practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if I'm talking to a client about something, it's because I've done it or I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of my clients, they find out that I'm doing PT myself and they're like, wait, you're, you're still going over to another professional to help you yeah. work on, on your struggles and your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely. Um, why would I, why would I do something <laughs> or tell you to do something that I wouldn't be first willing to do? Um, and, and I think that that's just, those are the two big ones that I can think of right off the top of my head. Business is all about partners. So who are the best partners for you? you know, we, we've, I, I've made a, a big, um, I've tried to make a big commitment to working with, with a lot of people and, I really like to network. I really like to to work with other local businesses, uh, and I will try and bend over backwards to make something work out between me and other businesses. Um, uh, One of our our great partners is actually our neighbor um, over at Bungalow Catering and Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Anne-Marie and I, we're working on a few things right now. We're working on on some healthy options for people. Um, But we, we try and integrate ourselves with a lot of different groups. I work with a lot of the PTs in the area. Um, you know, I, I build networks with chiropractors, with other health professionals, so that way I can help um, essentially facilitate or make introductions for people to, to go to other professionals. And so we, we do try and integrate a lot of partnerships in there. Um, restaurants are always good. Nutrition stores are always mm-hmm. good. And so just yeah. trying to help people live an overall healthy life. What's the best piece of advice you've been given from a business perspective? Hmm. That's a good one. You know, if, if, if I have to, I would have to say that the biggest piece of advice that I've gotten for the business side of things would be that you have to, you have to put in, you're working in your business and you're working on your business. Right. Those are the two big things. So when you work, you have to work in your business while you're there. Those are the, the day-to-day operations. Those are the things that um, essentially you're, you're getting paid for, so to say. But then you have a second job, which is working on your business. That's that's doing the behind the scenes. That's doing the admin work. That's mm-hmm. doing the payroll and, and all of the other things. Uh, when you start a business, you're you're the one man operation yeah. or one woman operation, and so uh, it, it takes a it takes a lot to get there. Um, I think I think that that's been the biggest thing. And then don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, when 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 you go to your clients and you you say you talk you talk about some of the things that you as a business owner might be struggling with, you would be surprised um, that your clients love you and. They, they they love everything that you're doing and everything you stand for, and they get behind you, and mm-hmm. they they will help support you, and they'll talk about you, and it's just it's just so awesome. Yeah, they can tap into their network. Exactly, way, which is awesome. Um, if you could jump in the time machine to the start of your career, what would you tell yourself? Be patient. You know, build, building a business is not about scaling. It's not about doing it fast. It's actually about doing it slow and doing it the right way. Um, take time. I would tell myself to take the time to do it right, and don't try and cut corners or skip mm-hmm. ahead. And so those were some of the mistakes I made in the first business as well. 
um, early on, I, I made some some decisions like overextending and taking on too much, right. uh, overreaching because mm-hmm. I was thinking I'll grow faster as opposed to just taking the time and letting it happen organically. And last but certainly not least, if people want to find out more about the Genesis Fit, where can they go? Uh, we're we're trying to be in every channel, so. <laughs> Um, you know, we're on WATD, we're on the Just Steph show, uh, we are, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, we're on Google, we have our website, we, we're planning on breaking into YouTube and TikTok at some point. I know we have a few things going out on TikTok right now, um, but we're just trying to be all over the place. So just anywhere you, you look for the Genesis Fit and I'm sure you'll find us. Awesome. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for having me.